I just love that intro music more and more every time we play it. so epic. It's so awesome. I love it so much. Hey, guys. Welcome to Never Growing Up, the unofficial Disney podcast for adults. This is Annie at WDW Collective on Instagram. And I am Brady at BradyCam on Instagram. Brady, first I'd like to say happy Thanksgiving to you, sir. Happy Thanksgiving to you. I hope you really enjoyed your time with all your friends and family. I did. I feel like garbage today. I think I'm still trying to digest <laughs> I everything hate that I've so had. much. So do you just do one Thanksgiving or do you have multiple Thanksgivings you have to go to? I just do one. Um, I had about oh, nice. 15, 16 people over at my house. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I made a 24-pound turkey and a 10-pound ham. And then this is the first time I've ever had people bring the sides. Like some people bring something. Um, but this was the first time I like delegated like, hey, I'm not making sides. You are. So that is so smart. And you know what's nice, though, because and I've, I've tried to get my family to do this because I have to go to two Thanksgivings. And while I love both of my families dearly, my husband's family and my family, it's it's it takes a toll on my stomach. As we know, <laughs> I have an I have intestinal woe quite often. <laughs> and I've offered to cook at my house and have everyone bring their sides because like that's their it, sides at Thanksgiving are like bringing a piece of your family's tradition. Right. I think. It's it's almost more important than the turkey, I feel. Oh, I don't know. I, I get really um I'm pretty arrogant about how great my turkey tastes. So Really? That would so be my your, side I bring. What is your um what is your secret to to your turkey? Well, I brine it for two days at least. Oh child. Yes, I brine it for two days. And then this the real secret is you have to talk to the turkey. And that's something I learned from my mm-hmm. grandma. And mm-hmm. um you know, so I, as I'm washing it down, I'm talking about like how how great it's gonna be, and I'm like, you're gonna do just fine. Like everybody's really gonna like you. Uh, you're really beautiful. And then like I rub it down with some butter and my ingredients. But you know, right before I stick it in the oven, you really got to give it a reality check because you don't want to make it think like it's got a free ride. So I'm like, <laughs> all right, now all because I'm also making a ham. Like you can't come out tasting like shit. Good luck. No oh pressure. Wait, you cook a ham too, but why? Because like I said, I have, I, I, I always have about 15, 16 people over uh, for food. And the last thing I want is to run out. Okay. And, you know, with Thanksgiving being the holiday of gorging as much as you can. Sure. Um, I don't want to run out. And not everybody likes turkey. So I want to make That's sure true. that everybody has something that they can eat. That's true. And my husband and I always have an argument as to who makes better turkey if it's his mom or my mom, and it, it doesn't end well. <laughs> and there's blood and crying by him. <laughs> Someone prints out divorce papers. It's a whole thing. So have you ever um, been able to spend a holiday, whether it's Thanksgiving or any other holiday, at, at any of the parks? Um, No, I don't think I have. Uh, I, I've gone for like the holiday time or whatever, mm-hmm. but I think the closest I've ever been to spending uh, like Christmas at the park was uh, like I was there on the 21st and that was it. I will be there. I will be there on the 21st this year as well. You are cutting it close. I'm cutting it so close. My mom is so stressed. Um <laughs> Well, I'll I'll come back to my holiday spent at the, at the holidays or as spent at the parks. But um, 
I decided. So I am a, uh, a an airline loyalist, and my particular airline of choice is Delta. And I'm mm-hmm. super, super cutting it close to um, not getting my platinum status again this year. And I refuse to go back to gold. <laughs> because i'm just that bougie and so i was like mom i was like do you want to just run to disney with me for a few days i just need to do a quick we call it in the biz we call it a mileage run so she's like gotta get those numbers she's gotta get you gotta get those mile segments you know what i'm saying so uh mile segments and uh medallion equivalent dollar i don't know something like that anyway so (laughs) so we're we're using that as her retirement gift retirement slash christmas gift so i said we'll go to disney so we're going 21st. Where are you going? We're going to Disney World. Not, you just retired. <laughs> Where are you going to go next? I'm sure a lot of people who just retire wish they could go because usually, like when you retire, your kids are this. Actually, this oh, look how nicely this ties into the podcast. Usually, when you retire, your kids are grown, i.e., my, myself and my mother. So it's a very different experience to go to the parks when you go with just adults. If we haven't drilled it in well enough yet, then I don't know what we can say to convince you to go to the park as an adult by yourselves. Look at this. I'm just telling you right now, when you retire, I mean, go before I just, if you're an empty nester and you're listening to this podcast, you should go. It's totally different experience than going with children. Yeah. And then while you're there and you're not there with children, you can see the parents that are there with children and the children is the children is the children are crying and you can be like i remember that you'll be fine you'll retire too <laughs> what well, see look at look at my daughter here she's 35 and she's <laughs> she's paying for me now to go to disney world right it's full circle i actually it just read something circle. today uh it says that there is no higher honor than taking care of somebody that used to take care of you so i think that's that's pretty I meant to read that today, so that's good. Oh, how appropriate. Yeah, so, well, going back to uh, spending holidays at the park. So, yes, I have. Um, when my, hus- we, my husband and I just celebrated our ninth wedding anniversary last week. Congratulations. And, ooh, thanks. And so we had our honeymoon at uh, Walt Disney World. And so our um, Thanksgiving fell under the time we were there. So um, we actually did get to spend Thanksgiving at the Magic Kingdom. Um, which was actually not bad. And I, I don't know if that was crazy. Just... Was it? So, so in my opinion, I didn't think it was that bad. Now this was again, 2009. I don't right. know. I, I guess we can go back and look at what the crowds were this past year. Cause I'm just curious. Um, but it really, it, it, it to me seemed just like a really busy summer day. Okay. Um, I can see that. Yeah. It wasn't like, it, 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 in my opinion, it wasn't crazy. Um, and we had dinner, we had Thanksgiving. So a lot of the menus, if you guys don't know, and I guess it doesn't matter now, but on holidays, they have a lot of set menus at a lot of the, um, uh, places in the parks and at the kingdoms because it's a holiday and it's much easier for people to handle a, the crowds and just, you know, it's just an easier day for them. So we went to, and this was a choice. We went to Tony's town square. <laughs> nice. Um, so, and, and it was, um, my grandma lived in Orlando at the time. And so she actually, we actually had her join us, which was nice. Oh, that's nice. I know. So we all had Thanksgiving uh, dinner at Tony's Town Square, which I know is not the best um, restaurant, according to many people at, at the Magic Kingdom. But it was it was it was very nice, you know, just standard turkey dinner. And we also did the turkey. Well, my husband got a turkey leg, which we've never done the turkey legs. 
because there's something about <clears throat> the size of them which makes me feel that they're just like pump full of hormones and oh yeah they make me nauseous like they, just they, at with those yeah. giant tendons <clears throat> that's unnatural y'all it's just like if you try to eat organically like i do not that i look like i eat organically and really healthy but we do <laughs> and we we eat organic like hormone free meat in our house or hormone free poultry so that was the last time we were going to eat that it was just <laughs> turkey yeah, legs aren't supposed to be that first big trip uh, when we went for our uh, honeymoon slash first anniversary slash Matt's birthday. It was quite the hodgepodge of things. Yeah. Um, Matt had one t- like twice a day we were there for like oh, at the Magic Kingdom and we were there twice. So he had a total of four. And by the last one, he was like, I don't ever want another one again. And he hasn't had another one since. Yeah, They're that's just- how that's kind of how Nick felt. It's it's just unnatural, in my opinion. But <laughs> it's unnatural. It's unnatural. Not uh, any we... more or less unnatural than a talking mouse, but it, this is where I draw the line. <laughs> I draw the line at abnormally large like t- turkey legs. It just is something not right about that. But <laughs> so that's that's my only experience. And so we are going to be cutting it super close. My mom's actually a little nervous. My dad's birthday is is uh, Christmas Eve. Oh wow! So, well, hey, you know if all else fails, they got the Earl of Sandwich. Uh, the twenty third. Oh wow. Oh yeah, I'm saying, if you go to the Earl Sandwich, um, they've got that Thanksgiving, like the holiday sandwich, where it's like yes. turkey and gravy and stuffing and cranberry sauce, like on a sandwich. Yes, I have always wanted to try that, and I mean, Thanksgiving food is, of course, the best food. And then the leftovers the next day when you make that kind of sandwich is perfect. So that's what we should we should, we should think about doing that while we are. Doing some last minute Christmas shopping <laughs> right, yeah. at Disney Springs. Last minute, super last minute, Jesus. <laughs> super duper last minute. <laughs> I'm actually of that mind now because I'm like, maybe I should kind of wait. I was, you know, usually you take advantage of the Black Friday Cyber Monday sales because I refuse to go into a live mall setting this time of year, and refuse. And I, I'm almost like maybe I should just get a lot of my presents at Disney. There you go. Now, because I'll be at Disneyland on December first, so if anyone's going to be there on December first, give me a shout out. Hopefully, we can we can meet up and, and take a pic. Yeah, does Disneyland um, have any walls? I don't know. I know California Adventure Do does, but I don't know about Disneyland. Well, oh, so what's the wall at California Adventure? Because I am going to California. They have Adventure the as well. up balloons. Um, oh yeah. They, they have I the, love the, that wall. The, Ooh, I'm so excited. They have the um, uh, Buzz Lightyear. Uh, you know, wings. <gasps> That's right. So they got a few there. You just got to, I mean, anything could really be a wall. Like take a picture on the side of the castle. And that's a wall. So I am going with, um, so I'm going there for work. M- moral stories, I'm going there for work for, for a convention. But um, I have like one day. So I am meeting up with good friend of the show at Disneyland for one, who is also my coworker. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she and I are going together. Um, so she is a Disneyland, or she, I don't know if she got her annual pass hold, your pass hold, passport, whatever. I don't know if she got it yet, um, but she is getting it. I think prior to us going, so she's going to become our, our resident expert. I think. I wish I could make she'll, it she'll to Disneyland enough to where I can get and justify the purchase of the um, the passport, the one that lets you go to right. Disney World and Disneyland, because that would be freaking yes. phenomenal. So that does exist. My friend and I were actually discussing this. Does it exist where you can get, and guys write in if you know, never uh, growing up podcast at gmail.com or slide under our DMs. Um, 
is there such a pass? I didn't know that you could go to yeah, both. Yeah, they have they have I a pass like, like that. Um, I know Magical Lifestyle. She's got one. Okay. Um, and I, I've seen it on on the grams of Insta, but yeah, it's like a. I don't know, like a, a unicorn. They're like they're super rare because I don't. I mean, who has, you know, that kind of money or time to go to both parks so often each year that you can justify a pass? And you just yeah, because I've done the math before and I actually cannot justify even getting an annual pass holder for myself. And the reason for that is because we um we actually don't spend as much time at the parks. And and this is just our choice. And maybe this is like an adult only thing. I don't know. Like like when my in-laws go and they have three small children and they go to like, they go for 10 days and they go to the parks, like probably seven of yeah. them. When my husband and I go, we probably go maybe, if we go for five days, we'd go to the parks for just two days. Oh, yeah. Because no, we I'll love be to there like the, the entire, all Yeah, you go days. hardcore. Yeah, you would do it all. So like for Nick and I, it doesn't make sense for us in our mind to have an annual pass holder because- we don't spend that much time in the parks. We enjoy all the Disney World resorts have to offer. See, I honestly probably wouldn't have an annual pass if I wasn't a Florida resident um, because they are pretty expensive. But as a Florida resident, I can pay mine off instead of paying it all at once. So every month oh, I pay really? you know, a monthly fee. and then, But it's not any more than just paying it out right. You know, there's no like interest or anything. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, so every month um, I pay for Matt and I both to have the platinum, which is like the second highest pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only $109 a month. Oh, that's And not considering bad. Basically like a we go about a total of 25 days out of a year, you know, that's not bad at all. Sure. That totally. Yeah. See, like we go and we go only four times. I probably go. I go more than Nick does. And um, but. It's just like because we just don't spend as much time. We spend a lot of time at the resorts. Nick goes golfing a lot at the Disney golf uh, golf courses. Uh, we go to the spa. We go to Senses at Grand Floridian. I haven't been at the spa at Swan and Dolphin. And because I'm staying at Swan and Dolphin at the end of the month, maybe I should try it out for the, pod- Do it for the, for the, the podcast. Hashtag for the podcast. Write it off in your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so yeah, jealous. can I start? Actually- I want to do that so bad. I wonder since like I started we started my WGW collective account. Um, I've gone to Disney well once in September, and then I went in. Um, then I'm going in the beginning of the year to or the beginning of the month to Disneyland, and then I'm going to Disneyland. I wonder if I can write it off of my taxes and claim this as a second. Um, I am definitely going to attempt that, considering I am a yeah. travel agent that specializes in Disney vacation. Oh, for sure. So they are now research trips. Uh, yeah. You just, I wonder if this is going to like change the way I do taxes going forward. Forever I should change. save my receipt. Hashtag save the receipt. Ha- oh. Bring the title. Receipts. Hashtag bring. Is that our Hashtag title? Hashtag bring the receipts. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yes, because no one brings the receipts better than Brady McCarthy. Oh, yeah. Let me tell bring. you. <laughs> shade. <laughs> He throws shade like no other, and it's one of my but favorite it, qualities about it's you. Logistical and it's accurate and it is backed mm-hmm. up. He serves his tea boiling, it's ladies bo- and gentlemen. Scalding. <laughs> scalding. Um, okay, okay, so let's talk a little bit about some Disney news. And last week we were inundated with the amount of news. So like, many things came up last week. 
so many things. And even I would say even more so this week. Yeah, you know, honestly, we've been we've been doing these podcasts like pretty much on Sundays. These might as well be our weekly reviews. <laughs> Last week tonight with Annie and Brady. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's it's been so true. And I don't know, and, and maybe because now I'm really starting to focus on like how Disney releases their um their news or you know, new projects are coming out, and maybe. Um, this is just kind of the time of year they do it. I don't know. We need to confirm that. Yeah, because uh, we're going to be getting all this great news. And then come April, we're going to be like, well, ain't shit happening in the Disney community. On to you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, what am I going to talk about in April when it's like nothing's happening? So so let's talk about the Lion King live action oh, trailer. My God. <laughs> my heart. I am not prepared mentally. I'm not in a in a very good mental space right now to even think right. about Mufasa. I just, right. I just can't. Like it looks insane good. Like it looks so good. I'm I'm so excited. I'm so excited about the cast. Like the cast just blows my mind. I was super <laughs> skeptical on just like cuz I I personally didn't like the live action Jungle Book. So I was like, really? oh, great. Like, what is this going to be like? But so far, this trailer at least makes it seem like it's going to stick pretty close to the animated version. So I'm glad you said that because my biggest concern is, are they going to redo the music somehow? And in and, and the other live action movies they've done, so Beauty and the Beast, Cinderella. Well, Cinderella didn't really have any music in it. Right. Um, but they did for Beauty and the Beast, mm -hmm. which was, it was great. I had, I have a couple notes on that. We could talk about it another time, but, <laughs> um, I, I was a little concerned because I didn't want to lose the Hans Zimmer, um, soundtrack and of course the Elton John songs, but I mean, they went full bore on Circle of Life. Yeah. Um, I know, I know they're adding a song for, for Nala, obviously they're not going to get... Beyonce to play a part without giving her somewhere to shine. Answers, um, audio serials. Yeah, like I mean, I love Beyonce, but I, could you imagine her doing the show without like a little? Well, if you do this, we'll give you a yes. whole new song. I mean, they did that for Dreamgirls. So the song that that Beyonce sang in Dreamgirls, her solo song, is not from the original musical so i would not be surprised well okay here's a question i'm gonna put this to you did do you think they would have her sing shadowland from the broadway musical oh because i would poop my pants <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just talking about this one. I was like, because I was like, once they had the trailer come out on on Thanksgiving Day, and I was watching it, and then it prompted me to listen to the Broadway soundtrack, and I was listening to Heather Headley sing, um, sing Shadowland, and I was like, oh my god, what did Beyonce sing this? And then also, I don't know how we compare the two because I love Heather Headley so much. It's really hard whenever they have somebody do an iconic song or any song really you know like kind of like um rocky horror picture show everybody yeah. was so like 
so divided on uh, them redoing that. Yes. Like, oh, nobody can replace the original Frankenfurter. But right. personally, I think they did a pretty good job. It's just different. So you got to kind of. So I love Laverne Cox. I love Laverne Cox. Love her in Orange is the New Black. I just love her as a person. I love what she is doing for the transgender community. But um, I was, I felt like they should have, I felt like they turned into, turned her into a caricature of herself. And I think, I think it could have been better. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> what, what I'm trying to get across is just like, uh, like even the, um, the the sorry the animated version of the Hunchback of Notre Dame versus the Broadway version of Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, both very good, child. both very different. So both very different. This will be kind of the same instance. That's an. I'm so glad you brought that up because, in my, I mean, I actually Hunchback of Notre Dame is my personal favorite. I personally think, and this is my opinion, and I'm sure people will fight me on this. I think it is Alan Menken's best work. The music and in that I show just oh my god blows my the mind, sh- especially the, the Broadway version. The Broadway version I've listened to at least a hundred times, and it still gives me chills. Yeah, and 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 I hope, and I was kind of disappointed when they brought Aladdin to, and I and I'm I know one hundred percent the reason why they brought Aladdin to Broadway first was because it's more of a crowd pleaser, and Hunchback mm-hmm. was more of a darker film, right? Um, and it's an even darker book. And the musical is it takes more after the book, like it has the same ending as the book. It ha- the The Disney movie has a happy ending, mm-hmm. the book does not, and um, and the musical does not. Nope. And so I totally agree. So I think if they were to go the same route, and oh my god, what if they like rem like just like what they did with Hunchback? Like what if they remastered Hans Zimmer's score? And made it like more epic, like they did with with Hunchback. I would die. I would die. I would die. I would die. Just have per- I would perish. There wouldn't be another podcast. Right. I'd just be gone. This would be well. Whenever the Lion King came out, which is what June or no, July. June is um, Toy Story four. But when is this movie coming out? I don't know if you've seen the meme where it shows like next year, twenty nineteen, and all the movies. Disney movies that are so, coming out. There's so many. And it's like boom, 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 month after yes. month. And is it like, is it almost too much? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But it is the Disney, Disney announced that it was their most viewed trailer. Um, over 224.6 million people in 24 hours. I like to think that our podcast Instagram a- attributed to that. <laughs> My God. God, that's so many. I mean, I know I watched it four times. Oh, I, I was, I was, I was so here for it, and I'm curious. I wonder if, um, well, and I had the same question when they did Beauty and the Beast live. Will they incorporate some of the Broadway Lion King songs uh-huh. into this movie, or are they going to have songs at all? I don't know. I know there's going to be songs. Um, I don't know. Like, I really don't. I. I don't know what to expect, and I really it makes me kind of nervous. But at the same time, like who knows? It, it's Disney. They they do a pretty good job at yeah kind of re- reinventing their 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 movies. Yeah, I, I didn't see um, the live action Jungle Book, and a lot a lot of that is because my husband's my husband's favorite Disney movie is Jungle Book, and he didn't want <laughs> the live action to like uh. 
potentially and i don't even i don't know if it was good or bad but potentially like ruin his memories oh which i respect i get that yeah he didn't want want it to stomp on his nostalgia yeah his favorite character is blue so i i totally understand it. i feel like one day we will watch it and then he will be disappointed forever and then it'll be just a you know a whole thing pointed <laughs> that forever that he didn't watch it sooner or who knows? I know. I know. You, I don't know. I don't know. My nephews loved it. I do know that they li- they saw it and they loved it. But, but I'm I'm so excited for the Lion King. I'm, I, I get it. Like people get a little like, I guess you could kind of compare it to the whole like Broadway's just making musicals of movies now. Is Disney getting lazy and just making live action? movies of their animated films but i'm not like super mad about it though it's i think it's like the mindset of they didn't have this technology yes so what who knows what the original idea was this like they wanted it to look as realistic as possible but because of their technology and the you know limitations on budget even you know disney was huge then but not nearly as huge as it is now yeah so now they have the the means, you know, and like, why not? You know, they did Planet I Earth totally pretty good. <laughs> I totally agree with you. I, I think I think you're absolutely right there. I think that that really makes a lot of sense. It's like when you see certain movies that were books and they were, you know, really well known. And now it's like it's like Game of Thrones, right? Like there's no way you could make Game of Thrones. Like back in the day. Yeah. Even 10 years ago, you wouldn't have been able to do this. Right. I totally and like, agree. Could you imagine if they remade Titanic right now? I think about that all the time. Right? Like, just how insane. All the time. But then again, a movie like that, I guess, is a little bit different because they needed the practical effects to make that movie happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And God, I just love that movie. The, oh, my God. I So I saw that movie. <laughs> I saw Titanic in the theaters seven times. If I was allowed to see it in theaters, I would have. Oh, my God. How old were you when Titanic came out? Twelve. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was a freshman in high school. I mean, it's not that much far off. It's really not that far off. But like, I did legitimately see it seven times. And you know what's super weird is that my my family always needs to bring that up. Like at any kind of family gathering, they're like, "Remember when you saw Titanic like twenty times in the theater?" I'm like, "Yes, I was there." Why do we need to bring it up? <laughs> That's how I am with Zootopia. They're like, "Brady, how many times did you see Zootopia in theaters?" I'm like, oh, "About 11, 12 times." It's like, like, why do we need to bring it up? Why is it? Why is it a thing for you? Why? I'm proud of it. I mean, hey, uh, Matt was working at the theater at the time. It was free, so I oh. just, you know, and towards the end of its run, I just got to sit and watch it all by myself in a giant theater. Like, and what did you do? Play Call of Duty again? How many times have you played that? I know, totally. I, to- I'm on your side on this. And 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 the only thing that was really CG. Well, I shouldn't say the only thing. And and this is so weird. Like I have like books on type on the movie like making. I'm a weirdo. Like I was <laughs> hardcore for James Cameron for a long time. And um, a lot of the CGI is just some of like the big like sweep the big sweeping scenes. Mm-hmm. So it's there's not like a ton of CGI in it. Like a lot of that was like handmade. Like here's a really good. Example. I'm giving you my 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 Titanic trivia right now. So mm-hmm. like, you know, like the scene like when obviously they hit the iceberg, like all the plates and stuff are like falling over. Like yeah, they did that they in miniature. The set. Yeah, they and they did that in miniature. They submerged the set for when like Leo and Kate were you know in those areas where it was like the water was coming up on them. So yeah, they totally submerged the set. 
but I know weird facts about that movie. It's 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 kind of weird. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I won't like, watch the, it now. The, I don't really watch where the it. The water's now. coming through the doorways and like mm-hmm. it's like busting down the hallway. Oh yeah, a lot and of that's miniature. That was miniature. Yep. Yep. And they just like I released know. a water valve. Oh god. Okay. Anyways, mm-hmm. <laughs> back to Disney movies. Sorry. We digressed. <laughs> Oh my god, should we call this the Titanic episode? <laughs> the the one where they get sidetracked. The, the one oh, where they, they hit get, an iceberg. Like, sidetracked for 20 minutes about Titanic. <laughs> hey, how about how about Ralph breaks the internet? <laughs> um I I almost went and saw that last night. Instead, I saw oh. the new Harry Potter movie, but <gasps> only because only because I haven't seen the first Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, I I I think you, I, I don't, I will, so, okay, I'm going to start over. So I think that, and I have not seen Ralph Breaks the Internet myself, but I think you probably do need to see the original. I, and, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I didn't see it for so long because I hate um, Seth Rogen, and I thought he was the voice of Ralph. Oh, he's not, Or yeah. literally until about right before this movie came out. <laughs> So I refused to see it, and now I have to see it, and then I'll see this one. So wait, why don't you like Seth Rogen? He plays just some druggy dude in every movie. It's like just Seth Rogen plays Seth Rogen in Superbad. Seth Rogen plays Seth Rogen in literally anything. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not so, wrong. It just yeah, so John C. Riley plays, um, and I just hit the mic. I don't know if that's going to cause a feedback, but um, <laughs> I'm Italian. I'm demonstrative. And... Um, <laughs> John C. Riley plays Ralph. <laughs> yeah, learned that. <laughs> and the the biggest draw, obviously, for this movie, and and so it's just uh, I haven't looked at the Rotten Tomatoes rating, and I guess I should have looked at that before we started recording. But for just from uh, anecdotally, like people I've talked to on um, Instagram, is that people are like not super impressed with the movie, and I think a lot of the draw for the movie is the princess cameo. It's oh yeah, I think I I agree. That's a hundred percent the only reason really why I want to see it. it um, me, I'm too. Looking me too. At Rotten Tomato right now, and oh, they good. got okay. six. It got what? I'm sorry. In the eighty six. Oh okay. So so here's an interesting, and I could go on a tangent about. <laughs> we could call this a sidetrack episode. I can go on a tangent about Rotten Tomatoes because the the Harry the most recent Fantastic Beast movie got like a 46 or something of that nature. It was a very low score on Rotten Tomatoes. I loved it. I personally I loved, loved it. it. Are you a hardcore Harry Potter fan though? Like you are into Honestly, the, the history? I'm, I'm not a hard I'm I'm a newly founded you know, oh. Harry Potter fan. I honestly didn't even see um anything past the third movie until about That's two okay. years, like a year and a half ago. Yeah, I mean like I've kind of stopped watching the first two movies. Which I feel and bad I never saying read all the because books. Oh, you gotta read the books. You gotta read the books. Um, I I kind of stopped watching movie like the first and second movie, which I feel guilty about saying because the director of those two movies went to my high school, and I feel like I owe I like have some kind of like eagle that was our obligation. I have some kind of like high school obligation to watch any Christopher Columbus movie that comes out. Um, but they're in my opinion not the best. So if you just watch from three on, I think you're fine. Yeah, I mean, I I liked the first two. Same with the books. 
I kept getting stuck on the fourth one. I got stuck on the fourth book because I'm not very, I didn't start learning how to read on my own until like a really late age. And Mm. so like reading was weird for me. Like I didn't understand that it was like a flashback in the beginning and then it like Uh led into the books or or the, the rest of the book. So I kept getting stuck on the first two chapters and I'd put it away for years and then I'd go back to it and I'd put it away. And then finally I sat there and watched the fourth movie and I was like, holy crap. So I went back and I watched one, two, three, and then finished the rest of them. Sure. Yeah. So, so, so what does that mean about Rotten Tomatoes then? So if Rotten Tomatoes gave Ralph Breaks the Internet 86, 80 some percent, and then they gave the the Harry Potter or the Fantastic Beast one 46. I mean, like, what does it truly mean? I find those sites that give a percentage, you really got to take it with a grain of salt because yeah. not everybody's the same. Not everybody sees things the same. Uh, right. And honestly, for me, when Rotten Tomatoes gives a movie a really poor score, I end up really liking it. And then vice yeah. versa, if they give it a really high score. And then sometimes if they give it a high score, I do like it. So like it really all kind of depends on you and how much you want to invest in, you know, them telling you what to think. And I think that's where like influencers kind of come into play, where a lot of these websites that, you know, amalgamate like specific type of reviews or they're trying or they're being sponsored by X, Y and Z. Like when you really get to talk to people who have seen it or or really know the Harry Potter lore or really know the Disney, you know, lifestyle and they'll go see a movie and they will give your opinion on it. I think that's almost more valuable than going to a website. Mm-hmm. these days or a newspaper yeah. or whatever i think so but it, it's it had a great weekend it did 50 million dollars since um when's like wednesday it did like 50 million dollars through like the thanksgiving holiday it's almost about to beat moana in terms of the highest grossing disney premiere um which is which is crazy and i love moana oh. so much so that almost like hurts my feelings <laughs> <laughs> I, I loved moana i didn't see that until it came out on dvd though I didn't either. I didn't see it in the I theater. Wish, I wish really... I, w- I can turn back time and see it in theaters. <gasps> I know. I would have loved to have seen um, just like the sailing scenes. Mm-hmm. Just in a, in a much bigger. All of it. 100% of it. All of it. it. Music. Yep. Okay, here's Moana. a quick question for you. Mm-hmm. Moana versus Frozen. Moana. Me too, me too. Oh my yeah. God, I'm so excited. <laughs> I, loved, I loved Frozen. Uh, I love Frozen. I think it's great. I think it's got a great message, you know, like sister love and all that stuff. But um, it the music in Moana is unstoppable. It's unbeatable. Oh my god, it's it's Lin Manuel Miranda. You you can't go wrong. Which honestly, if I could be honest, he's not my favorite. Oh, what? Only because like Hamilton and um, God, what's that? One where they're in like in the, um, in the Heights. In the Heights. Yeah. Very similar. They're the same thing. Yeah. Okay. He do, he uh, does have a style. He does have a style. I don't know. I guess I'm just really picky. Like, apparently I don't like a style. <laughs> like, because I don't like <laughs> Seth Rogen's style. I don't like his style. That's okay. To each his own. I'm, I'm a huge Lin-Manuel fan. Um, and like, and... I guess I don't like, like, typecasting, I guess, you know, like, like uh, Josh Gad. He's only ever going to be Olaf and the guy from the Book of Mormon, you know. He he always plays um a certain he plays a sidekick. He plays a sidekick. Right. 
Like, will that ever change for him? I don't know. I don't know. You know, speaking of love interest, I think now would be a really good time to take this quiz. I think so, too. And I... (laughs) You know, I, I I try to like get as much Disney news as I can, and and BuzzFeed has I would say the best quizzes to tell you about your personality. And I'm going to load this quiz because BuzzFeed just and I don't know if they just recently came out with it, but it just showed up in my Google alert, and it was um about what Disney Prince is best for you. So we thought that you guys would enjoy hearing <laughs> who would be our choice for disney prince and if you guys wanted disney news this episode sorry about it but there's about 40 other podcasts out there you can find all of your news from we're doing we're doing our we're best doing our guys best. i feel like this like is like chat. we just chat and <laughs> it's almost like the e-news <laughs> of, of disney podcasts i feel like because we just kind of right. go on a tangent <laughs> okay okay so we're gonna take this quiz and find out who is our appropriate disney prince so the first question is pick a Disney ride. So it has uh, like six choices. Oh, I don't know how to count. Nine choices. <laughs> Spl- <laughs> Splat. So, so guys, just so you know, Brady and I both have it pulled up on our phones. And so I'm, I'm going to record Brady's answers and Brady's recording my answers. And then we're going to see who we end up with. So that's how we're doing this. Who are one true so, love is. Who are one true love is. So pick a Disney ride. Um, so the 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 idea or the ideas the rides are Splash Mountain, Hollywood Tower of Terror, Toy Story Mania, Indiana Jones, Peter Pan's Flight, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Haunted Mansion, Space Mountain, or Star Tours. My Brady, what favorite ride in all of the lands, all of the Disney, is Pirates of the Caribbean. That's right, it is. Sure okay, is. so I will choose yours. So mine is Peter Pan. Peter Pan out of that list, anyways. Yes. Okay, now the next question is, uh, pick a movie heroine. We have Katniss Everdeen from The Hunger Games, Princess Leia, Hermione Granger, uh, Yushin Lin from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Sarah Williams, Okoye, uh, Wonder Woman, Imperator, oh my god, Imperator. I have no idea. For Furiosa. Charlie's Theron. (laughs) Charlie's Theron. Charlie's Theron, yeah. yeah. Or Sarah Connor from Terminator 2. Um, I will obviously choose Hermione. Hermione is my spirit animal. <laughs> I'm going to have such a hard time choosing. Um, I'm really stuck between Okoye and Furiosa. Oh, my God. I'm going to do Okoye. Okay. Good choice. I love her. Okay. So let's pick a drink. So the choices are... Red wine, vodka soda, margarita, rosé, sangria, <laughs> vodka cranberry. These are all my drinks. Hey, I don't really drink vodka cranberry, though. Mojito, old-fashioned, or something non-alcoholic like a boring person. Like a square. <laughs> I'm going to do, do vodka cranberry because that's like my go-to. I can be literally stuck in the middle of anywhere, and I know it's going to be good. So I'm struggling with if I choose rosé or vodka soda because – I mean, vodka soda is like my long-term drink. Like I was at a wedding last night and that's my long-term drink. If I know I'm going to be drinking for like the rest of the night, I will go vodka soda. But I also, I was, I am per- currently drinking rosé at this very moment. So I'll choose rosé. Rosé. Okay, rosé. Okay, rosé. Now we have to pick a song. So we have Moana, How Far I'll Go, Almost There, I See the Light, 
Go the distance, reflection, can you feel the love tonight, part of your world, a whole new world, or colors of the wind? That's so difficult. Um, uh, <laughs> I think that's going to record really well. Me? Oh, shit. Um, um, a whole new world. I'll choose a, a whole, whole new, new world. world. Okay. Yeah. I am going to go with Go the Distance because that oh, yes. is one, one of my favorite up. songs to sing. And two, um, it's a hard song to it sing. It is. It is. But um, I really enjoy singing that song. But it, it, it just means a lot to me as far as like whenever that one and like try everything. Like I whenever I feel like I'm starting something new in life or a new chapter mm-hmm. and I'm struggling, I just hear that song and like I know I can do it. I love it. I love it. I love that song. I love that song. Pick a word that best describes your ideal prince. Affectionate, suave, loyal, optimistic, kind, hardworking, compassionate, charismatic, or fun-loving. <laughs> I'm going to go with so kind. So because if you're kind, then you can work on everything else. You'll typically be affectionate. Oh, you loyal. know what sucks? Oh, wait. Oh, I can go back up. Okay. Oh, which one am I going to choose? Um... I think compassionate is what I would choose. Compassionate? <clears throat> compassionate. Yes. Okay. Ooh, pick a Disney, pick a Disney villain, villain that speaks to you. <laughs> a lot yes. of them do. You know, when you're younger, you're like, ooh, I'm this Disney princess. But now you're like, which villain am I? <laughs> As you get older, I think we relate more to the Disney villain. Right. So there's uh, Scar, Mother Gothel, Gaston, Hades, Jafar, Ursula, Isma, Maleficent, or Doctor Facilier. I mean, I will always say Ursula because she's the drag queen that I want to be. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm stuck between Maleficent and Hades. Hades because I feel like oh. he's kind of like Meg's gay sidekick. <laughs> um, yes, but I think I'm going to go with Maleficent. Okay. Here for it. Oh my God. How are you supposed to read this? Okay. So now it's asking us for to pick a family crest that speaks to you. And how. Okay. So there's nine pictures of family crests. This one, you guys are going to have to <laughs> use your imagination. And use your imagination. I'll just say. So, so Brady, which one speaks to you? Uh, go with all the way to the right and middle row, the one with the, with the damn unicorns. <laughs> How very UK of you. I think a lot of the UK crests have unicorns. Weirdly, I know this. Um, I'm going to choose. I'll choose. Okay, so the bottom line, the middle one. Okay. Okay. Do you want to do you want to know who you got? I do. Prince Philip from Sleeping Beauty, a true romantic at heart, Prince Philip is not only gallant and suave, but also someone who is willing to do anything for love. Ooh. Ooh. Damn. Hold on. I, I missed. I, I missed. Oh my god. Give me one second to go back through. <laughs> oh, I didn't have to do it because it was the same answer. Who do you hope it is? Okay. I don't know. Who would you want to marry? I'm scared. Um. Probably like Aladdin. Oh, 
I like Aladdin. I like his story. Oh, well, you got the beast. Oh my god, I love yep, him too. Yeah, I love him beast too. Beast may come off a bit stubborn and stuck in his ways, but he is also intelligent and compassionate, and he won't shy away from a strong personality. Oh, oh, kids! Oh, that is that is accurate. <laughs> you know, Buzzfeed, Buzzfeed, you get me. <laughs> Disney quiz, you get me. Buzzfeed Disney quiz. That is so. That honestly, that's like a. Str- that's really strange because obviously Belle is my my favorite princess. Um, so and and I think I relate most to her. Too, so although someone told me Tiana once, which I think is funny, but and I, I love Tiana oh, I love too. Tiana. But I always feel like I always feel like uh, Belle is my is my spirit animal. She's your spirit animal. She's my spirit animal. So guys, we're talking a lot today. I'm sorry. I mean, we just have a lot to talk about, guys. Right. We 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 have a lot to say. We have a lot that we think everybody wants to hear. Yeah, and and so we apologize for going. I, I'm assuming once I edit this, it'll probably be over 30 minutes. My our apologies, our apologies. But there's a lot going on. This is useful information, yeah. guys. I mean, did you not know what? A, did you not want to know what my true love's name would be? If you didn't want to know that we're not really best friends, and I just I have no answers yeah, for you, stop you listening to this you're podcast. You're probably the person who gave us a one star. That per- I, I will never forget. Your- I will never forget that someone gave us a one star. Uh, they're like, oh god, they're back at it. One star. <laughs> we're gonna get like a one star. Every one week star now. to rule them all. <laughs> so. So we want to continue our our tour of our favorite Disney restaurants um, as as the grownups that we are. And 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 last week we said that we were going to start with um we were going to have today Hollywood Studios. Um, so we're going to very quickly run through what our choice is for our favorite Hollywood Studios restaurant is. So Brady, what is your okay, favorite? So I know we were talking about um for like your adult choice for favorite restaurant in the park but mine is probably so childish i love going to andy's lunchbox and grabbing some tachos and an adult's lemonade y'all know i love a tacho i love a tacho they're like nachos but with what is involved in the tacho anyways it's just like not okay it's got chili cheese sour cream uh chives and um like a like a chili sauce or something in it. Everything that's right and good in this it's, world. It's it's basically everything that Jesus would want you to ingest at Disney is on these tachos. Yeah, guys, it's 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 God's word. It's God's word. Hand to God. Um, do you also get a, an adult beverage while you're there? I know you like to drink water whilst you eat, which is so funny because my best friend's the same way. She doesn't like to have an alcohol, an an alcohol while um she's eating dinner or any meal so i was was cracking up i I typically save my alcoholic drinks for epcot days um but while i'm at hollywood studios i go to the california grill or the california bar whatever the heck it is Mm -hmm. um and get a a drink there and then um i have tried the uh, adult lemonade that they sell um Oh, I've heard about that in Toy it, Story it's, Land. Mm-hmm. It's good. Um, it's just a little bit uh, harsh. Like I can, I feel like the sweet and sour that they put in it maybe is just like it's scratchy on the throat for me. I don't know. So, <laughs> so I'm so glad you said that because the sweet and sour mix that Disney uses in certain of their in in, in a certain amount of their drinks. So in Hollywood Studios, um, I think it's the ABC Commissary. Where if you get their margarita, I literally had heartburn yeah. for days. 
days because of the yeah. sweet and sour mix. So that, it sounds yeah, like the same exactly thing for the adult it. lemonade. So I will definitely not get the adult lemonade. If y'all got GERD or some kind of reflux situation, don't get the adult lemonade. Stay away. Stay away. I chose I chose Hollywood, um, or I'm sorry, the brown. I've never derby. been there because it sounds suggestive. Suggestive. <laughs> it sounds like poop. suggestive in what way? Like 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 suggestive. It sounds, like a poop. <laughs> it sounds like a poop. Oh, it sounds like a, a poop. Oh, it sounds yep. like a poop. Like I gotta go take a brown derby. A brown derby. Oh, you gotta go take a brown derby. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I hear the steak is really yeah. nice. Their steak is really nice. I feel like maybe one, at one point, if 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 we get friendly enough with the audience, that we can talk about where's the best place to take a poop <laughs> in Disney World. <laughs> where's the best place to brown derby? <laughs> where's the best place to brown derby in Walt Disney World? <laughs> oh my if you're gonna God. poop at Disney, you better be quick. I'm not gonna wait for you for 40 minutes. Like, come on, let's go. Don't I'm you on a ride that? here. That's such a whole thing. Some people have a real fear of of deucing it in a public re- a restroom. So. Um, <laughs> the the brown derby is no exception. <laughs> it's so funny. Like I really hope people listen to like the last like ten minutes of our podcast because I think it's when we get delirious and we just start saying like weird, weird stuff. This is where the magic it's our best happens. material. You know what? Skip to the last this, ten minutes. Actually, don't listen to the whole thing. Skip to the last ten minutes. Because last week we got your gem of a line of of Circle of Life gem, <laughs> my beautiful rendition. Gem. That gem. should be in the movie. Um, that should Grammy be one worthy. of the covers. Grammy worthy. And now we're talking about taking a brown derby. So, <laughs> so my choice, boys and girls. <laughs> okay, so the reason why I chose this is because, and and this is funny because there used to be a restaurant on on in the boardwalk like the resort there super called casina it was uh cat cora's restaurant it's now it's trattoria al forno um so sad they closed it but they had a fisherman stew which was basically like a chopino so for those of you who are familiar with chopino it's like a seafood stew so hence the fisherman stew thing so at Brown Derby, they have and, and they yes. Yeah, so going back to what Brady said, they are very well known for their, their steak. It's it's very good. Um, but I personally choose the black grouper and lobster chopino because I always feel like I need to compare to the Cozina fisherman stew mm-hmm. rip, in my opinion. So this has got scallops, tomatoes, grouper, lobster. It's like seafood tastic. So if you love seafood, it's fantastic. It's very good. I wouldn't say it is as good as the Cozina. Um Chapino, but I would say that it's better than the paddlefish chapino. So if you're looking for a good chapino, if you're out there <laughs> on the chapino market, if you're if you're looking for the chapino market that was destroyed when they got rid of Casina, I think the brown derbies is probably the closest second. Um, and then a lot of their wines are California wines, West Coast wines. You see a lot of Willamette Valley. You see obviously a lot of Napa and Sonoma. And that's normally what I, I go to. I always get some kind of like Pinot Noir or something like that, which is, or you know, with seafood, you're supposed to, with seafood, you're supposed to have a white wine. So, you know, get, get a, get a nice Pinot Gris, Pinot Gris. get a nice Sauve Blanc. Maybe they got a Sancerre, which is my personal favorite. Um, but, you know, stick to your California wines because you're Hollywood students. Right. I mean, I personally, I think it might just be because I'm from California, but I do appreciate a California wine. Are you um, a Cabernet person or a Merlot person? 
I like Merlot personally. I have I have some I'm, I'm a, I have I'm some cab person. in uh in the uh kitchen right now. It was a, it was gifted to me on Thanksgiving uh, for as a thank you for hosting. Ooh. Very nice. Oh, I do love when a person brings a bottle of wine. That's being an excellent guest. Yeah, she's like, this is for you. Thank you so much for having me. It, it was a guest I've, I've never um, had before, and she was a, a friend of a friend. So she mm-hmm. she brought that as like a thank you, you know. Um, what a classic. And I was like, oh, none of that. Come on in. <laughs> So, so that's that's those are our choices for for Hollywood Studios, and I feel like one day we'll we'll get you know really into it, and go like you know area by area. But those are our favorites right yeah. now, guys. Check them out, check them out. And and Hollywood Studios, or I'm so hot, I can't talk anymore. Brown Derby has a really great lounge next door, and I can't talk more highly about when it's just you and your significant other, you and your friend, um, going to just the bar for dinner as opposed to going to the physical mm-hmm. restaurant. It's actually a much nicer experience, a much quieter experience, in my opinion. That sounds fantastic. I'm going to have to do that next time I go down there. Yes. So I think that's all we got today, right? Yeah, that's, um, I mean, I think we've definitely hit it out of the park. You know, we, I, for one, feel like people are well-informed on just kind of the things that balance around in our heads. Yeah, I mean, we went longer than usual, so let us know if you guys are cool with that. But we just had a lot going on, and we wanted to share yeah, with you all. we just wanted to chat. That's kind of what we're here for. You know, we, we, we give you a little news. We give you a little chat. We give a little fun. And, you know, it just turns into something fantastic. I think so. I think it is wildly fantastic. And I'm, I want to say at the end of this episode, I am so thankful for having uh, you, Brady, as my co-host. Oh. You're so sweet. I'm so thankful. <laughs> I'm so thankful for out of the entire Disney community. And I think we can all attest to how large it really, really is. Um, it is. It is that magical. I found somebody in it that I click with and that we can do something like this. Oh my god. I'm so weird about being oh emotional. <laughs> I don't handle compliments. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he just complimented me, but <laughs> and on this awkward note <laughs> Bye. guys thanks so much for joining us i'm not sure entirely when we were gonna well i think we're gonna record so i'm going to disneyland uh, next friday <laughs> fyi um I so i think we're probably gonna record earlier next week so there might not be a f- sunday recording for some time but we will make sure to get episodes out to you. So there's definitely, definitely going to be a trip report. You know, trust and believe. Trust and believe. Duff! Duff! <laughs> <laughs> We're so good at our job. Right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Jam, 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 jam. Work, 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 work.